What's up, everyone? It's your girl, Kay. And it's your girl, Kai. And you're now listening to The Last Friday in the Bag. You know it's going to be good unless it's cold. What's up? What's up? We in the building. We are back again. And we do have a very special guest with us today. I'm going to let Kai kind of introduce him and then we'll let him introduce himself. But uh, he is a, you know, I'll, I'll let Kai just let you take it over. All right. So, guys, um, I think it was season two when I talked about um, having a different um, change in my career and going into or becoming an RBT. So one of the first people, actually the first person that I met that was an RBT is this person. And I really see him as I've known him for maybe 120 days, maybe four months. Um, but I feel like I've known him my whole life because he gives me great insight um, into this field. Um, I'm not going to introduce him. I'm going to let him introduce himself. He goes by the name of Mr. Greg Jones. The floor is yours, sir. Hello, hello. How everybody doing? Uh, my name is Gregional Jones. I This is my second year as a ABA therapist or better known as a RBT. I am currently in the master's program to become a BCBA. So I'm not gonna stop at RBT, I'm gonna continue it on. A um, Little bit about myself, um, I am currently in the works of starting up my own clothing brand slash motivational, uh, I like to say mental health. It's gonna be called Got Game. Game stands for goals, ambition, motivation, and the endurance to see it through. I just want to say thank you guys for having me on today. Oh, that's actually very, uh, very cool there. Can you, um, for those who may have not listened to last season or just need a little bit more explanation, can you explain um, what RBT is and uh, what's your, uh, like your job uh, specifically? A RBT is a registered behavior technician slash some people like to say therapists. Um, we apply scientific methods that has been researched to teach kids that have a deficit or a delay in speech or any other delay that they may have. We teach those skills one-to-one, skills that they can't really learn in the classroom. Um, the other side to that is also teaching or helping coping with um, various behavior. Um, some kids are likely to act out in certain situations and they don't know how to tell us a lot of times what is going on with them. So we help them tell us what they need and we help them better get it across. And it's, it's almost as like we are the liaison for them. Oh, that was a great, um, and you know, that was a great explanation. And I just want to say, Kai had me thinking that it was RV as in Victor T, RVT, because I guess it's just the country's accent, but I thought it was RVT this whole entire time, not RB as in B as a boy, but that makes sense. <laughs> So I'm sorry, Kai, because I have been pronouncing it the incorrectly the entire time. So what made, and Kai, you can answer this as well, what made you two want to get in this field? And um, you obviously had to, you know, have some kind of love or light for kids, right? Uh, for me, um, to tell you how I got in this field, I would have to tell you, I didn't know I was getting into this field. Um, Roughly two years ago, I was a Coca-Cola salesman who was, you know, had a four-year degree in psychology and I wanted to use it. So I thought it would be my best bet to get on Zip Recruiter and find a job that dealt with psychology. Didn't care what it was, just that it dealt with psychology. And one day I got this phone call um, from a clinic and they were wondering, if I can come in for an interview. So I get there in the interview 
and they're talking and how are you with kids oh i love kids uh I'm always around kids, kids since my good spirit, but yet I still don't know what I'm doing. So day one on the job, they take me to this clinic where there are kids, you know, some are, you know, really loving doing what they need to be do- need to be doing. And then they are, there are these other kids that are engaging in all kinds of challenging behavior. And the first thing that hit me was, oh yeah I'm, I'm going to tell them that this is not for me I, i'm gonna go back home because i've never seen this before this might be possession i don't i don't i don't know what this is right here and a month later after passing the exam because i end up staying and one week i found out that i taught a kid their abcs in one week where that child didn't learn it before, before I even got there. And that's where I learned that I had to meet a special power with kids. I was able to teach them things. They loved me. They, it was always Mr. Greg. And it made me feel good that I could impact someone else's life. Didn't matter if they were big or little, that next week or next month or next year, the reason that they know various things is because I took the time out of my day to sit down and teach them. And that it starts now and it as a seed, it grows. And that makes me feel good about it every single day. I would never, never turn my back on it. I love it. How do I follow up with that? I mean, he said it, but I mean, I didn't know about the field, honestly. Um, but when I got into doing the, the class on uh, the courses for it, um, I realized, I, I mean, I could do it. And obviously kids loved me more than I loved them. And then I got into this field and I love the kids. I wouldn't trade it for anything in the world. Yeah, because that's all you talk about. My kid did this today, my kid. So it's, it's great to see um that you have that effect on kids well both of you have that uh effect on kids and I think the work that you do is so important and I think oftentimes you know when you do stuff like that in my field as well because it deals with working with children in some form of capacity it's an overlooked skill but you have to think about like kids affect you know the world and they grow up to be adults or functioning adults in some kind of way or capacity and they really are the future so I think that it's just is commendable the work that both of you do and um, also I wanted to uh, to ask you Greg you mentioned your uh, clothing brand and you mentioned how important mental health is can you um, just go a little in detail about that and um, the importance of that as well Yes, surely, surely. Um, my clothing brand got game um, really came to me when I was at my lowest point. Um, there was a time in my life where I thought the world was against me and that I was doing everything wrong. And I, I really sat down and I grabbed the Bible and I just said, well, you know what, God, I I need help right now. I'm very low. What do I need to do? And I kid you not, and just a little of the background story, I found myself in a place where I couldn't get out. There were, no one is perfect. So in my past, I have spent a night in a cell. And in that cell that night, I spoke with God. And got game is what came to my head. I was like, okay, God, speak more to me, speak more to me. And as it progressed, it became something that I wanted. I didn't want it just to be clothing. I wanted somebody to speak game. We always talk about who got game, but yes, speak game. Let's see what goals do you have? How much ambition do you have? What motivates you? Do you have the endurance to see it through? And a lot of times we find our, pla- our time and place 
when we are down and out? Do we have that mentality to rise above and overcome what is seen to be oppressing us? And with that, I, I want to just show the world that a young man from a school that only graduated 17 in his class that when, even when I speak of the school, no one heard of it, that it doesn't matter where you came from, it doesn't matter what you've been through, that you can't overcome whatever it is that you feel is holding you back. You just gotta believe and you just gotta have game. Um, for God Game, um, it comes with, well, first, I'm still working on my LLC. I have other things that kind of you know, had to place it on the back burner, but then I realized that what I placed on the back burner was not God's, it's not what God wanted. And a lot of times, once you see what God wants for you, you start to make room for it. Because I literally think, and I know, I don't want to say I literally think, I know that this is the word that I have to speak to everyone. If you wear the shirt, you're going to feel it. If you wear, the hoodie, you're going to feel it. Um, whatever you buy, whatever you hear from the sound of my voice right now, I'm, I speak it every day. So therefore, when you feel it, you too know, you know, I no matter what you've been through, they talked about you, you can do it. You, you got put in a jail cell, you can still get out and do it. I don't care what you don't have that $2 in your pocket, you can still do it. Because those $2, you, you at your lowest, but guess what? Once you get down to the bottom of the pit, only place you can ever go is up. And like one of my favorite motivational speakers say, if you're gonna fall, fall on your back. Cause if you can look up, you can get up. I absolutely love that. I love the concept of it. I'm just ready for the world to see this. And I, I as well, I, I, I'm definitely ready to launch it. I, I want it launched by January. And it's going to be up from there. Yeah, and it will be. And I, what I can say as somebody who's venturing off as well, just do it. Um, you know, if you are, <laughs> sometimes people like to be, you know, things to be perfect, but just launch it and you just never know. Because at the end of the day, God's vision is, oh, his vision can see way further than what you can and I can and what we can see. So I believe that if you drop it, it's, it came from God. It's blessed. So just go ahead and drop your merch. People, they're going to support it because there's something positive. And I think in today's time, we need that positivity because you, you're not seeing it it's with, with the whole pandemic. And, you know, a lot of times if you already have, you know, mental health issues when you're, you know, locked up in this pandemic and then, you know, restricted and stuff is even worse now. So people need that positive merch so I can wear it and look in the mirror and see myself with God game on it, you know, and the message behind it. So just put it out. Go ahead and put it out. Even if it, January comes and you feel like you're not ready, just put that merch out. And I guarantee you people will come. And, you know, it may not be perfect, but it's yours. So. Most definitely. God doesn't give us uh, the vision the size of our wallet. He gives us a vision that we it seemed impossible because we truly have to lean on him and depend on him. So like what Kay said, we definitely, you have to drop it. Um, and it's, it's going to happen. It's going to work for you. And, and I know, and I think it took me like over time to realize that Greg, you had to put your time and energy into it. Um, I found myself a lot of times just, I am a, I always compare it to a uh, iPhone and it'd be, if you charge your iPhone overnight, you're on a hundred percent. And as soon as you wake up, you have to be careful what you give your energy to, because if someone FaceTimes you for two hours of your morning, and we know how FaceTime drains your battery, you can be down to 80% before nine o'clock. And by 12 o'clock you can be down to 70 percent and then right around to three o'clock you'll be down to 20 percent and you on low power mode and then by the time you get off at five you're almost dead 
you you gave all your time and energy to other people, but when it came to, down to you at the end of the day, you're dead. And I find myself like that a lot of times where I'm giving my time and energy to people that I can't get back. If it's not given to you, then that means it's taken away from you. So I always have to remind myself that, okay, Greg, when you wake up in the morning, it's time to give positive energy and you, the first 20 minutes of your day is very important because it's how you start your day is almost like how that's how you're going to end your day. You started on a bad note, you're going to end it on a bad note. You start with a great speech, listening to the word, whatever it is that motivates you, then at the end of the day, that's going to be the same energy that you have, that by 12 o'clock, I'm still going to have a 100% battery, that even if I get off work, that I still have at least 80% to go home and work on my prep, my goal. If you're giving the job that you have more energy than you have to work on your own self or your own goals and dreams, then you have it, I want to say a little backwards, but all the way backwards. That's so true. Um, I can't remember who said this, but the quote goes, I will, there's no way that I would work eight hours fulfilling someone else's dream and go home, not work on mine. Most definitely. You, you have to work on yourself every single day. Um, we go to jobs that, Oh, they're going to offer you benefits. They're going to do this. They're going to do that. But as soon, I don't care if you got, you know, employee of the month five times in a row, as soon as something happened to you, you get a ribbon up for two weeks and then guess what? The same job that you were so well valued at is gone to the next person. And then guess what? Your 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 name is gone. That 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 print you left on that job is gone. So I'd rather you have something for yourself. That when you go, that people say, "Hey, remember the owner of that is still going." Because it was his. It's still going. When when they had his service, everybody had on got game. When everything hit the fact, everybody had on their got game representing him. And long after he is gone, got game is still progressing. Because he was a part of it, but it was bigger than him. That's why I try to make, make sure people know this is bigger than me. Yeah, I, I'm the vessel. But God is using me. That I, and I always would think, why would you use me? You, why would you use a guy who you know always treated people wrong at a point in time that you know got in trouble with the law one time and he thought that life was over for him? Why would you use a person like that that used to lie that did all these negative things to hurt others that? Now he wants to get on the right track and turn all of that back around. But why would you use me? And then I had to stop and say, well, why not me? Why not a person who's seen both sides? I've seen the negative, I've seen the positive. I've seen the valley and I've seen the mountaintop, but I'm gonna keep going. Um, <clears throat> I, are you a minister? I am not. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's all in you. How the old folks say, I can hear it in your throat. I can hear it. <laughs> I can hear it. Hope. But um, yes, most definitely. Well, I know you were gonna ask, um, and then also uh Greg, I was gonna say I love that you are absolutely a man of faith. That is and I agree with every single thing that you said, and it is crazy how God will send you confirmation through people, and this is uh Greg and I's first time meeting um but it's crazy how god was send you confirmation randomly not randomly it's just a blessing in disguise but i literally was talking to kai we talk about everything but remember i said uh when you're at your lowest point all you can do is go up from there i just something i say all the time and it also um when i was talking about how if you just like pass unfortunately uh, pass away on your job 
they will post that job to like not even two weeks your job will be posted in the papers so um you know it's all about just taking that chance and I have this thing where I'm trying to branch out uh and this may be a little transparent hopefully I don't care who listens at this point <laughs> but um I have this thing about okay leaving things undone as far as when it comes to my job and it's like oh well what if I branch out and uh you know I'm leaving these leaving these tasks undone or I'm leaving these people behind to do work and blah 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 but at the end of the day if you pass away that job is still going to go on with or without you so I if anybody is listening and you think you're thinking about venturing off to do something right now is the perfect time to do it and take that leap of faith and trust in God and I'm going to let because I you know I'm, I'm getting deep but I'm going to let Kai go ahead and ask the, the juicy questions that we want to know Greg so I'm going to let Kai take it over but I did want to say that as confirmation for me what you were saying you said it like I can't get deep I'm lost now but okay no, no, no. You already been deep, but I'm just saying, you know, we got some other questions. We trying to get into, we trying to be nosy about grief. <laughs> I cannot with you. I do want to go a little bit farther because that's, that's me, you know, but I, I just wanted to um go in there. I had an uncle. I, I got a, a lot of them. It's a bunch of them, but I had an uncle who said, if you want to, if you're looking for a job, look at the obituaries it'll tell you what jobs are opening. I know it's silly, but it's the truth. But um, so we have a game that we play. Um, I'm not going to say often because Kay won't let me be silly as normal, but it's called this or that. It's- Do not put that on me because <laughs> she gave me this whole speech of, I'm going to be more serious this season. Sis, do you. Do what you do. I'm not stopping. I am, gonna, I am being serious. This is my serious voice. Don't you hear it? All right. So, Greg, it's going to be about 10 questions. Is this, this or that? All right. So, the first one is vacation or staycation? Staycation. Train or airplane? Airplane. Owe money or owe a favor? Owe money. Chicken or pizza? Pizza. Hang out with little kids or old folks? Old folks. My sentiments exactly there. They talk about better control more than little kids, but that's a whole other story. Reality shows or documentaries? Documentaries. Weekends or holidays? Weekends. Loud neighbors or nosy neighbors? Loud. Speeding ticket or parking ticket? Restaurant where every calorie is free. My point, because I don't really care about the stuff in the store. But Neither. <laughs> I just want to eat, but that's all right. Kay, did you have any questions regarding this or that? Um, <laughs> no, because I was Okay, so are you an introvert, Greg? Because I'm just asking because of the staycation versus the vacation. Um, when it comes to vacation or staycation, me, I spend that time to myself. I'm not opposed to going somewhere, but um, one of my favorite rappers, um, Big Sean, it always stuck with me. And he, he said, no time. I don't know what you're talking about. Okay, I'm sorry. No time I to relax. No time to relax. We ain't in Jamaica. So, unless I can make a vacation happen more than one time or more than three to four times a year, then I don't need to be going. That's the times where I need to work on me. Because if I can't change it and make it a lifestyle, then I don't need to be making two trips out of a year. It's 365 days to take either two weekends or two weeks is not enough. So if I can't make it a lifestyle, then I don't need to be making it something to do like twice or twice a year. So I'd rather work on my craft and get it big enough to where I can do this 
without thinking not, oh, I got to save money to get there uh, or I got to wait to, you know, everything is right on my job for them to allow me to go there uh, to give me that time off. I'd rather work on my craft, make sure I perfect it. And once I get it up and going, even if you say, like you say, if it's not perfect to keep it going, that way I control what I have. And even when I'm not working, I'm still making money. So that that's my answer for that. Hey, you got a point. shout out to the son, Don. I love Big Sean. That's like my one of my top five rappers. So <laughs> he slept on. So when you said that, I was like, oh, I already know what it is. <laughs> okay, I know I'm probably going to get my black card revoked, but mm-hmm. I don't really listen to rap music. And you know what? I'm not, I'm an R&B. I will R&B you to death. I love R&B. I don't care what they say about R&B. Is dead. I, you know I love me for R&B. I am an R&B fanatic. I will fight for R&B. However, there are a few artists like Big Sean, Andre 3000, K-Dot, uh, J. Cole, uh, you know, those artists, those rap artists that I do actually like, I don't listen to like the new rap singing kind of rap, so they can miss me with that. Sometimes little Baby every now and then, but outside of that, you know, I'm sticking to my actual lyricists and the right. people who can, I don't, I'm not saying the other ones can't rap because you know how they, they be in the comments, but <laughs> I'm uh, just like the lyricists. What's up? Yeah, it's probably, <clears throat> I just got a question. All right, so great. I this may be a little silly. Okay, it may be a little silly, but I do have this question. Why are there so many new rap artists coming out with their name, baby? For that answer there, who it's just a a trend. Um, you're liable to probably get more plays because if someone type in baby, your name is bound to come up next to little baby or the baby, then it's, it's going to really pop up. So it's almost like a marketing scheme in itself. Um, that's, it's the same as why a lot of the female artists now are all half naked because right about now, between OnlyFans and everything that's going on, sex is the only thing or the top seller right now. So why not take a shirt off or some you know, some type of clothes and let me twerk just like for a minute of the song. And I'm going to get those views that I need. I'm going to get those, those billboard votes that I need simply because right about now, whether for the guys is, oh, I need to get my name as close as I can to someone else. So when they look it up, I pop up or for the girls, let me see, can I twerk this person? is pretty much not everything is a marketing scheme. That's true. Uh, yeah. yeah. And just to piggyback off Greg really quickly, you know how there was a trend of Lil, Lil Wayne and all these Lil, Lil, Lil Romeo, mm-hmm. Lil Bow Wow. And then it went to Young, Young, M.A., Young, baby, all these Young. So it's, it's like he said, it's literally a trend. So that's why you get those catchy, you know, things. But you know, my artist, I'm a lyric first type person. So anybody's going to give me some good lyrics. And, you know, my favorite artist right now is her. She. Jasmine Sullivan. <laughs> my she is uh, her, uh, Jasmine Sullivan. So, you know, I'm R&B, so. Those are my favorites right now. Greg, what kind of music do you like? I love my Big Sean. I, I, I have every album. I, I listen to it daily, and I don't listen to it because of, you know, it sounds good. I listen to what he's saying, and a lot of times I can really feel what he's talking about. Um, I, I can sympathize with a lot of things that he says. Um I do listen to other people, um, not as much. Uh, you may catch, you, if you ride in my car, you're bound to listen to a little of everything. I will go to Sean Mendez and cross over to a little country, then cross over to a little rock. There's some telling what you might hear when you get in my car because it's that 
whatever mood I am in is what you are going to hear. So you may hear me get deep and then you hear me on my big shun and then turn around. I might get deeper and you hear me on my life Jennings or I might get romantic and you hear me on my Brian Midnight or boys to me or anything that go all the way back. And then I bring it all the way to current and just start. I might listen to one little baby song and that might be when I'm in the gym. So I go through a lot of things, but I really don't listen to music that deals with violence. I listen to what can give me a blueprint to how I can get better. Big Sean, when I listen to him, I hear his words as a blueprint for me to get better or to to give me some type of uh, symbol that, oh, it's gonna be okay. J. Cole, when I listen to him, um, there's a lot. Oh, and when I go into my gospel, oh, it's a whole nother story. I listen to my gospel a lot of time because I'm praising him in the middle of it. A lot of time when you hear me singing or anything, it's because I'm praising in the middle of it. Um, a lot of people are like, well, you, you're, you're, you're listening to that right now. You all happy. Yeah, I'm thankful for what God brought me through. But right now, I'm in a storm right now that I'm, I'm trying not to focus on that storm. I'm trying to focus on this rain that's going to help me grow. So I'm praising him in the middle of it because I'm, I don't, I can't see where I came from and I don't know where I'm going, but I'm in the middle. So when I hear my gospel, I'm just praising God for the old and the new, in the right now. I love that. And that's exactly how I am now. Now that you you two have schooled me on Big Sean, I think I'm gonna have to listen to him. I'm gonna have to check him out. I can send the songs. <laughs> Please do. Come on, send them. Gotcha. Yeah, because I listen to like when I need a little motivation. Fire is my song, so I listen to um, and it's just the line. I don't want to curse, but he said I'm working half days on my day off. B said it's gonna kill me. F it. I work graveyard shift. Like, how can, like, I'm working half, he always talking about just, like, working, you know, of course, someone man can change the world, so there's a lot of um, good songs that he has, so, you know, I love me some Big Sean, and I don't think he get the recognition that he deserves, maybe because he's not necessarily talking about, like, violence, violence all the time, but, yeah, he's a good one, so definitely going to Big Sean. Yeah, yes, please do, because there's this one part in, um, uh, what's it called? Uh, the skyscrapers. Um, oh, yeah. Where he said, you know, I done had a role longer that I had relationships. I'm embarrassed Ooh, yeah. to say this, but I've been working on myself, and that's the most important work, even if you don't get paid for it. That line there sticks with me. <laughs> and that was a line that, um, you know, he dated Naya. So uh, may she rest in peace. But that was a line um, referencing to that relationship. Or music as it pertains to relationships. So when I think of relationships, the first song that comes to my mind, it was probably, I think it was probably one of the worst. It wasn't I Can Tina, but I think they were close. It was Mr. Rick James and Tina Marie. Like the fire and desire. What y'all think? Uh, when it comes to relationships, uh, one of the first thing, well, first songs that come to me is um, the song Could by Brian McKnight because the first thing I'm asking myself, could you be the one for me? And that song really sticks with me. You can really go through all of Brian McKnight's songs and you can, you don't even have to talk to anyone. You can just go from song to song using him like, okay, uh, when I get to this part right here, um, press play and it would tell that story of what you're trying to get across uh, all the way up to even if it doesn't work out, you got shoulda, coulda, woulda from Brian McKnight. Um, then you can cross over to boys, to men, you know, we come to the end of the road, but they have a song that came out in the last, I want to say six years, um, what is it say, One Last Dance, where they, I like the fact that because no one does this anymore. No one apologized 
through song anymore. Remember, in the past, you used to be able to go to a song, and if you felt sorry, you're sorry for something you did, you can play that song to that person. This is how I feel. I didn't know how to write it out, but this person is singing this song all the way back to, you know, the people you older than us use Lenny Williams. We had Boys the Men, Mint Condition, New Condition. We had all these songs, but today there really are no songs that can say, you know what, I'm a press play. And you might think that song talking about that halfway through the song, she done cussed you out and call you all kind of other names because you didn't really pay attention to what they were talking about in the song when you see the video or anything. So Brian Knight and those old school songs really dictate and really, you know, set the mood for relationships for me. Okay, so my song is going to be, and I got a, a two songs. First song is going to be John Legend, Stay With You. And just the, you know, the chorus is, I'm going to stay with you through the ups and the down. I'm going to stay with you when no one else is around. And when those dark clouds arise, I'll be right by your side. It will be all right. I'll stay with you. So that just because to me, when I think about a relationship, I think falling in love with somebody is um, without your control. However, loving someone should be intentional, meaning the first thing that God ever gave us was what? Free will, meaning choice. So it's just, you got to make that choice every day that we just, no matter what, we just going to stick it out and we have to get through this. And um, my second song would be a song called Love Ain't Gonna Let You Down. And it's by Jamie Cullum. And he pretty much is saying like, you know, this time, you know, no matter what you went through in the past, this time love is going to be different for you. So he just goes through, you know, the whole spiel. But, you know, I'm an R&B girl, like I, I say all the time. But I, it's actually great. It's crazy that you mentioned that because I, kept, I said to myself, the next relationship that I get in, because I'm working on expressing myself because, you know, I hold a lot of stuff in. But I say, you know what? I'm, I think it will be cool if you express yourself through song and just be like, when you upset <laughs> or when you like trying to express something and you maybe not the best at saying it, send this song and be like, hey, I need you to listen to this. This is how I'm feeling. And let's talk about that. So I think that it is actually yeah, y'all got me thinking about two songs. I was just going to do Fire and Desire. Since y'all quotes, uh, I was going to say strip shit. Since you guys are <laughs> <I> strip <laughs> No, listen, I got a whole, when I tell you, I have a whole, I have weddings. I love playlists. I am a, a playlist queen. I have wedding playlists. I have country playlists. I have pop. I have 90s pop. I have R&B. I have soul, a rap playlist, inspiration playlist. I have Stevie Wonder playlist. Michael J- so I'm going through all I have. If I like an artist, I'm going to create a playlist for it or a mood. I'm going to create a playlist for it. Yeah, the song that my most current song, surprisingly, is not a Janet Jackson song. It's actually India Ari's song, Crazy. I told my mom. That's a good one. That's the song I'm walking down the aisle on. Crazy, because you got to be crazy like me. I'm, for the most part, quiet and reserved, but in order to deal with the mood swings that I have, you got to be crazy. But, you know, it is what it is. So, and um, so that's one. And then my other one, although I'm not a Beyonce fan, um... I actually love her song, Dance For You. Oh, oh, hold on. Now let me find out. Let me find out. Because if I try to date, no, you worry about it. Let's just, just go to the next question. Um, so my next question, since we're on the topic of relationships, what do you do to get yourself in a better mood when you're not feeling great in a relationship? Um, a lot of times what I do, if I'm not feeling, you know, good in a relationship, um, do you mean, well, let me clarify. Do you mean, am I not feeling good with that person or I'm not just having, I'm not having a good day? Um, with that person. Um, if I'm not feeling good with that person, 
then is that really going to be beneficial to my health as well as their health? Uh, no. So in that, in that sense, I would have to leave that situation because a lot of times we see a relate leaving somebody in a relationship as a bad thing but if you're not that person for them and they are not for you there's no need of you trying to prolong something because when you're somewhere you don't need to be you tend to create more static and become more arguments and it become more of a toleration and life is so short that it's we don't have enough time to tolerate something if either you want to do it or you don't want to do it there the word try get thrown around so many times oh we're gonna try to make it work i'm gonna try to to love you i'm gonna try to marry you and we we get so caught up in that potential which is also that in quotation marks the word try that we lose ourselves or we lose a surmount of our years in a person that you know we invested in that we saw that when we looked at the down jones that it wasn't going anywhere so it's not beneficial for you to stay there you just have to be the bigger person because it would hurt you more to stay even though you're going to cry those tears you're going to all those songs are going to come to your head but it's going to hurt you more if you stay when you leave you cry you rebuild when you stay you self-destruct that's so true and all of what you said is so true I've actually had to learn like it's definitely I will always love you not being not be in love with you but I will always love myself more I will always love myself more to get out of that situation if it's not um going anywhere if it's causing me to want to self-destruct then it's not good for my mental health it's not good for my overall health I agree uh, with both of you and I think first things first is to recognize that a person cannot be the sole source of your happiness that happiness has to come from yourself so once you place that responsibility solely on you they can only add or contribute to your happiness but it is an unfair um, pedestal to put someone on to be like, okay, you have to make me happy in this sense and you're solely responsible for that. So that's first. And then also it comes to down to communication and recognizing what, what should I fight for and what should I not fight for? Because it's like, you don't want to be in the, in, and I don't want to use the word fight because I always say, I, I don't like to argue. Now we can have disagreements and we can have discussions and people say, oh, that's crazy. I'm not an argumentative person at all. I'll have debate, I'll debate you all day. But, you know, I feel like there is a level of love and respect we have to go um, back and forth because at the end of the day, it's not us against each other. It's, it's us against this problem or trying to come to a solution or either dis, uh, agree to disagree. So that, and just recognizing like, if I have a complaint or, I, or if I say, hey, you know, this, what you're doing is bothering me or this hurts me, then the other person has to say, okay, even if they don't understand it, even if I don't understand it and I don't, and I personally don't feel that way, but it makes you feel that way okay, let me put forth the action, not just say it, the action to, you know, try to do things differently. So I think it's just, you know, that communication is always key. And also, also uh, apologies come with change behavior as well. Yeah, you know, um, Kay, your, one of your favorite quotes actually comes to mind. My alone feels good. I'll only have you if you're sweeter than my solitude. Come on, we're saying sorry. Yes. And that's true. Like, I am so comfortable being by myself, loving myself, that if a guy should come along, you got to be better. He has to be sweeter than me being by myself. And that's all around. That's conversation everything yeah because nobody no one wants to feel alone when you have somebody like wow why do i even have you if i feel alone uh, 
Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I'm sorry. I'm not. We are not our grandparents and our mothers and great great grandparents. Or however, um, they that because a lot of them stayed because they felt there was no way out. They didn't have a choice. Um, but we have choices. We're all brilliant. We're all intelligent. We can do this, even if we have to do it by my by ourselves. You know, I can do bad all by myself. If if if, if you're in the wagon with me, at least pull, at least push. If you're not gonna do anything, I'd rather be in the wagon by myself. When it comes to that in that relationship, you 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 have to really sit there and think about, you know, me staying here with this person. Me not thinking right when I'm with this person that the blessings that God have for me is being blocked because all I can see is how much hate that I have for this person that I can't see that God has something better for me. Um, A long time ago, there was this, um, this sermon by Steve Furtick where he talked about blocked calls. What is blocking your call from God? We I've seen that where you leave a relationship and everything opens up for you. And that the fact that you were in that relationship was the blocking from what God had for you. A lot of times when God wanted to talk to you, you was arguing with that person. A lot of time when God had a word for you, you were calling that person. A lot of times at night when you know, God has something to whisper in your ear. You was trying to get close to that person. So a lot of times we find ourselves, you know, stuck or stagnant in a situation where, you know, we thought, oh, we can get out of this. God, if you hear, give me a sign. God, uh, show me that you somewhere near you in the vicinity of this place. And God said, well, I've been here the whole entire time. It's just the fact that that person that you were with blocked you know what, I'm not going to say just that person. Sometimes you can block it as well. Because if you don't see that there's something in your life that's causing you to be stagnant, that you cannot go past, that's when you realize you got to ask yourself, is it worth having in my way? Is it worth being in my life? That's good. That's good. Mm-hmm. Yep, sure is. Listen, my next question is going to piggyback off of that one. Do you think it is important to consult God before you enter into holy matrimony or even enter into a relationship with another being? Yes. It, it's the same as if you, you know, you're asking God about a job you're about to start. All this involves you giving energy, time and energy into. And just as safe, uh, how safe you are with your money, is how you go into a relationship. You always asking God, bless my finances. But we only think of that way, that form of giving. We give so much time and energy to a relationship that if you allow God to just step in, he will let you know and sometimes remove what doesn't need to be there. He can he can take that relationship, slide it to the side. This is not what you need. You Just because you are feeling temporary feelings for this person will not, permanently affect you or or help you for what I have for you in your life this person do not fit and I'm trying to show you but it be our own own judgment that we overlook the little thing and sometimes the humongous thing that sit right there that show you that I don't need to be here but because the idea of being with that person it seems to you know outweigh you know hey you know what god i i think this might be it we tend to jump into something because it looks good um a lot of times that's when we try on clothes it looks good until you put it on and it's yours and sometimes some stores say you know what there's no refund you got to keep it therefore you stuck with something that was too little or too big so therefore you get a relationship that they get they didn't give enough time to you or they were so so big so big on themselves that they didn't even have time for you so you you always got to consult god with a lot of things even though he gave us that free will that free will he 
also give us little clues and context clues that we have to pay attention to before we jump into something. You're absolutely right. Yeah, I 100%, 100% agree. And it's like building a foundation. Like if God is not that foundation to hold that thing up, like, or, or have something to stand on, like you have to, and what Greg said, like when you pray for a job or pray to be blessed, you also, and it's also important to be equally yoked too and have same morals, have same values and have those tough conversations at the beginning. Like you need to go ahead and, cause at this point, I think all of every, at least everybody is 30 and up. I'm just assuming if you're not great, if you're young, great, I'm just assuming. So it's like, who has the time to be out here? Just some people want to just, you know, date and do whatever. And that's perfectly within their right. However, for those of us who don't want to waste their time on meaningless uh, relationships, it's consulting with God first for everything. And then also consulting with God for ourselves and making sure our mental health is, because sometimes we may be the problem <laughs> and uh, it may not be the other person. They may be ready for us, but we may not be ready for them or for ourselves. So I think consulting with God definitely is an important thing. And then also building a relationship on, based on friendship as well. So consult God first before anything, but also, you know, just trying to get to know the person and base that friendship so you can have that connection. That's true. I think it was John the Baptist who said that I must decrease so that he can increase. And that's what we have to do in order to make this thing called life work in every aspect of our lives true and also we got to look at when you get with someone and you have this brilliant idea and you feel like this person is the you know the person you want to be with um another quote by steve furtick um if i can don't know it verbatim but i know he stated that if you tell the right idea to the wrong person that idea would die and never give birth to what God has for you in your life. Therefore, you have to be careful who you allow into your life because what you tell that person can, we always talk about faith the size of a mustard seed, but you got to also think about doubt. They can put a little seed of doubt. They can put an atom of doubt in your brain and it'll wipe that whole idea out of here i've seen where relationships you know that person well i had this idea to do this but they were going on and they were doing this for their business so i put my business on hold so they can do what they had to do because they have told you that your thing would not work so you have to be careful um and be equally yoked and also you have to have you know, that energy, if you giving energy, you don't want to be the person always giving out because like I say, like that battery, like that iPhone battery, you need energy for yourself too. A lot of times people get in relationships like, yeah, it's just the both of us. A lot of time it's you and then there's that person. It's not solely that you both do the same thing, but that both of you are hustling or doing whatever you got to do to work towards your goal because if that person again toward their goal and you're working on yours then you both are happy and you can bring your happiness together rather than you know i know what i want to be with life and you get with somebody who don't know you know where they want to be then it won't go anywhere because you know what you want and that person is only stuck on the fact that they have their own self-doubt it's only so much time before it starts to pour on you. If they don't have anything positive to tell you, the only thing they dump it into your, your ocean and your water is toxic. So they can never, they never have good things to say to you about your job. Hey, I, I, I just did this. Oh, that's good. Okay, but I, I had a bad day at work today. They, they don't ever have anything to say good um i don't care what you're doing in life you know what hey i i, I got a race today and you know what they asked me to do they asked me to speak tomorrow that's good um i'm still looking for a job i don't even know what to do and 
that would kill your spirit. And you have to be careful who you let into with your spirit. Because like you say, we, we had to be equally yoked with our partner, but we don't, we got to think about that when it comes to our family and friends as well. We don't want to think about that when it comes to family. And we don't want to think about that when it comes to friends. But sometimes we're hanging out with friends that we were supposed to leave a long time ago. And we wonder why we keep going through a lot of things in our life. Um, a lot of times we are faced with this thing of, hey, I've known you since I was little. But sometimes, just sometimes, we, we get stuck on a level with a person that we were only supposed to wave at them as we pass by them and wondering why we stuck on the level with them. They just needed company. You were looking for something until they showed you something temporarily that you thought that you needed. And because you chose that good time over what God had for you, now you stuck on the level with them wondering what you did wrong. I agree. And Greg um, and Kai, you, Kai, you already know this story, but when we're not recording and we're off air, I'm going to tell you a story that um, kind of relates to something that you said. Kai, just remember, I'm going to text it to you and remember uh, to remind me after the fact, after we start recording to, uh, to speak to you about something. But anyways, what I um, also wanted to say, and dog it, I just lost my train of thought. <laughs> just like that, thinking about that. Shoot, it was something else. To, oh, what I, um, what I was going to say about when it comes to telling someone your ideas and supporting, I 100% agree. One, you shouldn't tell everybody. And then also, two, I posted something on Facebook about my mother. And it, it was based off a conversation that we always, I say the most ridiculous things. So I say, you know, I was watching the Olympics. I was like, you know, I could have I could have been in the shot put. I could have did the shot put. You know, these women are still doing it and they're in their 30s, whatever. And my mom, her response is always, there's still time. You can still do it. I can say, oh, I should have played soccer. Or, oh, I could have been on the softball team. My mom, my mom will always say, oh, you know, you still got time to do that. You can still do it. No matter what ridiculous idea I come up with, she never tells me, no, that don't do that, or no, you, you pass your time. She never tells me. So you have to find those people like that, even in relationships. And like you said, parents, you have to find that person that tells you, you know, you can do that. And that's what I, I posted. And, and it, I didn't realize that until one day I was like, why don't you? I just say, why do you never tell me, like, no, like, not to do that? And she's just like, well, you know, as long as you're still living on this life, you can still do it. So I think it's important to find um, to find those people as well. And I know Kai had uh, you had another question, so I'm gonna let you go. All right. So my my next question is, where are you finding the most meaning in life? I'm finding the most meaning in life from my struggles, um, and I mean that by my struggles have taught me so much about living because as we progress, as we age on this God green earth, we're always going to be faced with some type of battle, whether somebody know about it or we, they don't know about it, whether we tell anyone or we don't, we always face some type of battle, but it's in our struggle that we find strength because it's, what we feel that is our weakness we want to work on so much that it creates a power within us that if you that's where my god game come from that, that power within you erupts to the point where you want to do better you need to do better because it's in you the best the, for you to be the best version of you sometimes helps that person that's over there. We A lot of times we go through life thinking that it's solely about us. But sometimes it takes, you know, us to be that best version of self, of ourselves. So that person over there can be the best version of ourselves, of their self, because they need us. That's why I, when I'm working with these kids, 
I try to be the best version of me I can because they didn't, their mom's insurance or dad's insurance didn't, didn't ask to be, you know, oh, give him only 10% of you. Uh, tell the therapist I only need 20% of him and 80% he can do elsewhere. No, those kids need 100% of me. And I learned to give 100% from my struggles. And anytime I'm trying to help someone, such as even on this podcast, I give 100% because I don't know who needs to hear certain things. Um, one of the things Kobe said, uh, I miss him to this day, but he said that I would never sit out again. And they asked him, why? Well, if a mother who saves all of her money just to see me one time come to a game and I'm not there, then I have let her down. So therefore, I play every game. And I love that. That's the every time I go to work, I don't care what I got going on in my personal life. When I see a kid, I, I put it all aside and say, you know what? That kid needs 110% of me. And that's what I'm going to give. And that's, that's something I do every day. Whether I be tired at the end of the day, I still manage to have energy for what I need energy for. But for that kid, I am everything they need and more. And Kai, I'm so sorry. Can you ask the question again? I just want to make sure that I'm answering it correctly in my mind. Kai, you got to The question is, I'm sorry. <laughs> You're good. Um, the question is, where are you finding the most meaning in life? Where am I finding the most meaning in life? Okay, I, that's a, a tough question for me because that's something I'm always in search of. But I will say I didn't gain an appreciation of life until I saw someone fighting for theirs. So, you know, I've always like struggled with depression and anxiety since oof, since I could like I mean young um and I just always kind of hit it and just will put up a brave front but it took seeing somebody fight so hard for their life for me to realize and appreciate the meaning of life and and realize how blessed I was so that was a humbling experience and I, you know, and that kind of, it kind of helped me with um, my depression and just my way of thinking. And, you know, sometimes I'd be sad and yeah, I, you know, I'll do my little sad thing. But at the end of the day, I was like, okay, I got to get up because, you know, there's more to life than just, you know, being down in the dumps or wallowing, um, you know, internalizing this. So now I talk to people more. I tell you, like, I'm sad, Kai, I'm sad and so and so and so. But I think that's where I learned the true meaning of life. Seeing someone fight so hard for it, it kind of shifts your, your, your way of thinking. And now it's just like, I want so much more out of life that God knew was possible and people could, other people could see it for me, but I didn't see it for myself. And it, and it took that for me to say, okay, there's more to this life than just being miserable at a at place that I don't like or you know what I'm saying so it just it brought like a, a an actual thirst for life so if that makes sense these some heavy hard hitting questions Greg you coming on here it's like a therapy session man listen we're gonna have to uh you're gonna have to charge us so we have to charge you one you know I cried at my therapy session I don't see it go back to her because she made me cry <laughs> go back to that lady <laughs> But uh, Greg, we listen. This is a long episode. We didn't want to keep you here all day. You know, I have been enjoying these questions, enjoying talking to you, uh, Kai. You want to kind of wrap it up? I didn't. I we just didn't. You know, sometimes it's like where the spirit leads you, but uh, you know, when the conversation is good, it's you know, it kind of just takes over. Yeah, I have one last question. And it's about being young, gifted, and Black. And I think I said it out of order, but it's the same thing. So my question is, what does that mean to you to be young, gifted, and Black? It is a blessing. It's a honor 
that, you know, God would instill in me to, you know, give me such a gift as, you know, speaking. I love speaking and, you know, that's my gift to be able to uplift others, you know, and with me uplifting them uplifts me. So with God to instill with me such a hard task that I believe that was hard, but once I started really speaking, I found out that, you know, what I thought was just regular words was everything and more in a bread of life to others. So to be young, black and gifted, I can then set that path, you know, for the younger ones that is coming behind me for my little cousins, my brother, anyone in my family um, that may be, you know, under the sound of this, or even on this podcast that, you know, you hear me. And I, I want you to know that, you know, I didn't always start out. I didn't think it was a gift at all. I used to use it for my own selfish gains of, you know, learning that, oh, I can talk to a woman because I know how to flip these words and speak like this. But then God, you know, set me down, say, humble yourself. You know, I have something for you to say, and I need you to stop living by your flesh and start living by the faith. And since that day, when I consider myself young, black, and gifted, it is everything. It's the world to me. I wake up every morning to re- and let myself know that, you know, anything that I want is possible. I yell it to myself in the mirror. It's possible so that's how it feels to be young black and gifted to me it is the ultimate ultimate gift that god has ever gave me amen it's a blessing that's all i'm going to add to it everything that greg said times two a blessing same thing here so we're going to get ready to wrap this podcast up greg we have thoroughly enjoyed the conversation um you know we're gonna definitely have to have you back on again um if it's not this season definitely next season because we plan to go on to most seasons um but we definitely I enjoyed you so much and I know Kai can say say the same and it was a pleasure to meet you and have you on Mm -hmm.